happy Sunday, you guys. Um, this is so exciting to be back doing my podcast. I low key did really miss it, but I don't know. I was just having a hard time dealing with the fact that we're still kind of in a pandemic and it's already about to be a year. So yeah, this is really crazy. But I got some great topics that I want to talk about today, so we're just gonna jump right in. Um, so the first topic is how President-elect Joe Biden selected Jamie Harrison to serve as the Democratic chairman. So um, we all know that Jamie Harrison was recently running against Lindsey Graham for a senator, and he didn't win, so Lindsey Graham won. But that was kind of already to be expected because this is a Republican state, although... We see what happened with Georgia. Georgia turned blue. But I just feel like South Carolina is just so much harder than any other state. I don't know why, because I've lived here all my life, but still. Anyways, um, I really felt like he deserved to beat Lindsey Graham on being senator. But my mom always said, the Lord works in mysterious ways. So... He didn't win, but he probably didn't get discouraged either. And the election was in November, so let's see, two months later, and he's already been elected to serve as a Democratic chairman by the president-elect. That's that's really big. Um, so I just feel like that... He was setting him up for a greater win. And then being elected by the president, I feel that's that's just awesome. And I also feel like um, President-elect Biden is giving the black people a chance to really show this world what they can really do. Like, he elected, well, he selected Kamala Harris to be his VP. She's a black female. We've never had a black female person even come close to something like this. Like, this this is really big. And then, like, he selected Jamie Harrison. And then he has a couple of black people who are in the Divine Nine that's going to be, you know, working in close proximity with him as well. So, like, this is big. Like, this is really exciting to see how much better that the things that they are going to be able to do will be better than what, you know, Donald Trump has been doing in office. Not saying that everything that Trump has done was really bad. He gave us, well, I didn't get a stimulus check, but he gave some people stimulus checks, but I feel like that was well-deserved. You know, he was in a pandemic, but I'm not sure. Like, he did some good things, I guess you could say, but, like, I just feel like the bad outweighs the good because, like, you can't say certain stuff and then expect people just to forget about it. Just like, oh, spray Lysol in your mouth or whatever when we was going through a pandemic. He wasn't wearing masks. Then when he got corona, oh, well, I got money. I can pay for the medicine. Or I got money. I can pay for the treatment. Like, everybody cannot afford stuff like that. Like I said in the earlier podcast, no, everybody doesn't have health care. We can barely afford to go to the doctor for a regular checkup, let alone afford medicine to cure something that is killing people. Come on now. 
But I feel like this was well-deserved for Jamie Harrison because I think they said he raised, like, $13 million or something like that. Don't quote me on that number because that might be a little off. But he raised a lot during his campaign for senator, and he didn't even win. So just imagine what he could do, like, being that he's already set stone in the position. That's a lot of money. And he's from right up the road. He's like 45. He's from 45 minutes from where I am. I'm in Charleston. And I think he's from like Orangeburg, I want to say. That's not that far. So this is really hitting close to home for some people. And it's exciting. So I just can't wait to see what great things he will do and have in store for being the chairman, the Democratic chairman. I just can't wait. Um, the next topic that I want to discuss was about how the Charleston County Democratic Party headquarters was vandalized. Um, so the headquarters is on Ashley River Road, which is in West Ashley. Um, and when I read up on it, they didn't really say exactly, like, what, like, what did the vandalizers do? But I just don't understand. What do people get out of vandalizing property that obviously can't get replaced? Oh, let's let's break the windows. Wow. I'm pretty sure they have insurance so the windows can get replaced. Oh, let's let's spray paint the outside. Okay. Like I just don't understand. It's just crazy, and I feel like the only reason why that happened was because of what happened at the Capitol. And it was probably Republicans, because why would a Democratic vandalize a Democratic headquarters? Like, come on now. So we know it was a Republican, but I just don't understand. We didn't, well, Democratic people didn't raise hell when... Trump came into office like we didn't go off trying to break into the Capitol and stuff like that like we were just chilling but I feel like now that he's getting impeached it's it's a whole problem and I feel like he entices the people to do stuff like this because like you should have been like come on now you guys like come on let's don't do this like he could have gone out there and gotten their attention and stopped them because they listened to everything he said just like what I just said what the fucking what excuse me what the sanitizer I mean, um, Lysol, he was, like, spreading your mouth or spreading your nose or whatever, and it was actually doing it. So they listened to whatever he tells them to do anyway, so this wouldn't have been nothing different. I just feel like we get portrayed as the bad people where we're actually not as really them. But if we do it, it's not okay. If they do it, it's okay. They have a right to do it. Their right is that the person that they wanted to stay in chairs getting impeached our right is they're killing our innocent people for no reason so we shouldn't stand up for what we believe in we should just let them keep doing it like you see how it's not even on the same weight which is just crazy to me but as a result of the vandalism they had to cancel um a little free sanitizer event that they was gonna throw but um like I said they'll be back it'll be it'll be better 
But I just still don't understand what was the point of them vandalizing the property. And it's not like it's our fault that they, their president got impeached. Like, all the stuff that Donald Trump got there, and then some of the stuff that they knew about before he even went into office. And then this is not even the first time he's get he's gotten impeached. This is the second. So that's another groundbreaking history moment. Donald Trump, the only president to get impeached twice. Not once, but twice. And they still want him in office. That's just crazy. But while we're still on the subject about what happened at the Capitol, so an armed man was arrested near the Capitol with the unauthorized inauguration pass. So he probably printed it up on the internet or whatever and tried to come in. And then the crazy thing is he had 500 rounds of ammo. Please let me know what you was going to do. He was going, he was going to kill all the Democratic Party people, maybe try to hurt Joe Biden or Kamala Harris or Jamie Harrison or whoever else was going to be out there. Why? What? What is the high that people get out of hurting people for no reason? He has absolutely no reason to want to go after them. Other than maybe because they don't believe in the same thing that he believes in. Or maybe because, you know, he they support black people and some of them are black. And another thing that I don't really understand while I'm talking about black people is why are we hated so much? Like, what did we do? to make y'all not like us. I don't understand this whole racism thing at all because we we were just chilling. We got taken to come fucking, excuse me, to come pick cotton for what? Why? That just That's just the question that I always had in the back of my mind every time we discuss something with racism. Why? Why are we hated so much? Just because our skin is a little bit darker? It shouldn't matter. Anything on the outside sh- should not amount to what is in the inside. And that's how I feel. I try not to say, like, sometimes I catch myself, like, especially, like, if, like, a white person pissed me off, I'll be like, oh, I hate white people. But that's kind of racist of me as well because all white people are not the same. And I shouldn't judge all of them from what happened to me as I encountered with one of them. I have white friends. I wouldn't judge them because a white person pissed me off. And I feel like that's just what everybody does to black people. One black person commits up, oh, black people are stupid. Black people are retarded. That's why I always have this mindset to not judge people based on what I see in front of me. But what I know that they have inside of them, like in their heart. And I'm really trying to teach my nephew those stuff as well because... I find myself saying those stuff in front of him, and I don't want him to grow up and be like, oh, yeah, white people this, white people that. No, just give them a chance. Get to know everybody you come in contact with, and then you'll be good. You can really know who they are for who they are and not what you see.
But I'm also really glad that they caught this man before inauguration because that would have been a really big, really, really big problem. You see, like, they act like they couldn't stop the people from coming in the Capitol. So what's to say that they couldn't stop him? And I feel like that one officer who tried to help them, he he was quick thinking because I tell you, I probably would have panicked. That's why that profession is not for me. I can't see myself being an officer, but they, they're lucky. They are really lucky. Another topic that I just find so amazing is um, Vice President Kamala Harris. Um, she's going to be sworn in at the inauguration ceremony by Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor. Um, so Justice Sotomayor was the first Latina justice. And you know what's crazy is she's the first Latina justice. And Kamala Harris is the first black, South Asian, and female vice president. So she knocked all three of those out in one. And this will be groundbreaking history. Like, this is it's just so exciting. I wish I could be out there. And times like this, like, especially this year, because I feel like we accomplished so much as a race. I wish I was already in my field. So... I could be, you know, at least somewhat a part of this, but that's why I have this podcast, because I'm going to be a part of it. I'm reporting on all the stuff that I would practically be reporting on if I was a reporter or, you know, whatever. So, um, but I just wish that I could be out there at the inauguration ceremony, because this will be, this is going to be big, and I'm very excited for it. Um, But Harris personally chose Justice Sotomayor to do the honors because she shared how she admired her as well as Thurgood Marshall. And we all know, well, I hope we all know who Thurgood Marshall is. He was the first black Supreme Court justice. So all all three of those people had something in common. They were the first at something in their race. Thurgood Marshall was the first black Supreme Court justice. Justice Sonia Sotomayor was the first um, Latina justice. Vice President-elect Harris was the first black, Asian, and female vice president. Like, this, this don't get no better than that. I'm all for women's rights. So even though Justice Sotomayor is not black, she's a woman. I'm a woman. She's accomplished so much. So why not congratulate her? That's what it's supposed to all be about. And what is so crazy, I also read that this will be her second time um, at the inauguration ceremony because she's, Justice Sotomayor sworn in um, President-elect Biden when he was becoming vice president in 2013. So she's, she's, she has something that everybody likes that she keeps coming, they keep coming to her to get sworn in. This is so amazing, and I just can't wait. I'm just so excited. I just can't wait to see what great things that they accomplish. And I see a lot of people keep saying that um, 
president-elect Biden is going to mess up the world more than Trump did. I just don't understand how. I feel like it's really good that he's going to erase, um, you know, student debt because some people spend the rest of their lives paying that off. Myself, I think I have maybe $36,000 plus in student debt, and I don't know how I'm going to pay that off. And I don't want to spend the rest of my life paying that off either. Yeah, I got scholarships and, you know, stuff like that. But the school that I went to was a lot. And I feel like it was a lot. And I didn't even get everything that I was supposed to get out of it. Like I said, journalists, like when you're applying for a journalist job or a reporter job, you have to have this thing called a reel. And it's like basically an audition tape or it's like your resume. And you are supposed to make that in college. And when I, I didn't, I didn't even know about it until like maybe my senior, my last semester, my senior year. And I started applying for jobs and, you know, like internships and stuff. And they were like, oh, do you have a real? So I started looking up, I'm like, real? What is a real? And that's crazy because if I was a journal, I, I was a communication major my whole four years out of school. I already knew what I wanted to be going into college. So when I went my freshman year, I was at Lander University. And to tell you the all truth, I should have stayed there because they had an up-and-coming news station and a radio station already in place. Coming to CSU, and I don't know. But now I'm going to be spending the rest. Well, hopefully not the rest of my life, but a good majority of it paying off for education that I didn't even get everything that I needed out of. So I feel like, yeah, that's a good thing that he is canceling student debt. Celebrities make twice, quadruple times that, and they get in tax for it. So why not help out people who can't afford it? They always talk about giving back and wanting to do this and wanting to do that. Let's start with him. So my last topic. Is um. So I saw that COVID cases at the Williamsburg County Federal Prison is increasing. And not only at the prison, it's increasing everywhere. Because I think the other day I saw, we were at 4,000 positive cases here in South Carolina alone. And that's a lot. I don't think we ever been that high. I think maybe our highest was like, I don't even want to say two that I can remember. But when I saw four, I was like, wow. And... Many people don't want to get the vaccine. I, I'm, I don't know how I feel about the vaccine right about now, but um, majority of the like frontline workers and stuff like that are getting it, and I just feel like people who are in the hospital for COVID. I don't know how. I okay. I feel like if they were in the hospital before they leave, they should get vaccinated to see if the vaccine is like helping because I don't know if it's just me but I feel like the vaccine is kind of hurting but then again they say it's not not really mandatory just yet 
So I don't know if people are turning it down or what. But um, at the Williamsburg County Federal Prison, um, the, the cases are rising more and more every day. And I know jail is not the cleanest person, I mean, place in the world, but uh, when this whole virus came about, they should have mandated, like, some type of standard. Okay, bam, every hour we have to clean this, this ward. Every hour we have to clean this bathroom. Every 30 minutes we have to make sure that the sanitizers are full up, have sanitizers around the jail, stuff like that. Just like, well, how we doing out here? But, yeah, it's a confined spot. Like, please, they can't go nowhere. They're in there all day, every day. So you have to clean twice as much. And it's a lot of them. Like, y'all have those little rooms and five people to a room. Like, if one catches corona, of course, all the rest of them got it. There's no six feet apart while you're in jail. I feel like they need to take more steps to make sure that the inmates are safe. And not only the inmates, the workers as well. Because I think eight employees have positive cases and 24 inmates. That's a lot. And with those 24 inmates, like, I, and I want to say, I, I think I read, I don't know if it was a Williamsburg County, but somewhere, they weren't even separating the inmates that had corona from the inmates who didn't. Or, like, y'all would send the employees in the war where y'all had the inmates who had corona, but y'all wouldn't have them protected. Like, y'all need to put them on them little body suits, them little white little suits that doctors wear, something like that, to ensure that they're safe. I hope that this is showing a big eye-opener, and just not in the jail, everywhere. I know when I was at, well, when I used to work at Target, um, yeah, those masks get hot, but, like, it's not protecting if it's below your nose, and I, I wear glasses, so, like, sometimes if I have my glasses on, I don't put my mask above my nose, but, because the fog, but it's, we used to have um customers complain that our masks like they don't want us to you know come close to them which I don't want to come close to y'all anyway because we got to be six feet apart but yeah it gets hot and they should understand that we want to be able to breathe you know normally as well but having the mask the right way should I say so when this pandemic first came about Everybody didn't know how to wash their hands and for how long and how to, you know, get in between the cracks and stuff like that. So they they taught a lot of people how to do that, not even just children, like adults as well. So I feel like showing the proper way to wear a mask needs to be implemented as well. And I know at Target, if you came in without a mask, they had masks for you. And um, I think when me and my brother was at Total Wine, my brother forgot his mask and he had mask at the door for you. I feel like if more and more places do that, that would be very helpful as well. Because I know something like one time I was on the phone, not paying attention, and I went in Walmart and I didn't have my mask on until the lady at the door was like, ma'am, you have to have on a mask. And I was like, oh my God. Like I left it in the car, not paying attention. So yeah, but these cases rising, um, and they're at an all-time high. I feel like we need to be more bigger on our health. Because Corona is taking a lot of people, has taken a lot of people out. 
And it's just crazy. So I feel like if we be more on top of, you know, staying safe and social distancing. Because I know in a lot of my prior podcasts, I talk about how I felt about, you know, the corona and the kids going back to school and social distancing and stuff like that. I feel like if we followed the plan that they had, this would have been a wrap. But since we're not, we still not, it's getting worse. And I will not be part of it. Well, yeah, that's all I have for you guys today. Um, like I said, I'm excited to be back doing my podcast. Um, so just please keep listening. Like I said, every Sunday I'll be putting out a new episode. And if I miss a week, you know, things do happen. But I'm going to try my best to every Sunday because I don't work. So just stay tuned for the new things that I have in store. I'll holler at y'all later.